What you're about to listen to was originally broadcast on 98.5 Sunshine FM, Perth, Western Australia. For details, go to the website 98five.com. The Prince in 1999, going back to, in fact, 1982, that song was. Uh, good morning and welcome to the studio. Once again, regular guest, Graham Irvine from Kingsway Christian College morning. Did you say 1982? That was, no, yeah, that was 90, wow. 1982, that, that song. That was the year Gay and I came to Western Australia. 82. 1982. Is that right? Yeah. It feels only like... Yesterday. No. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, uh, yeah, you came from Queensland, didn't you? No, New South Wales. Oh, New South Wales, yeah, yeah. originally. Steely, Newcastle City. Steely City. Is that right? Yeah. 82. Bring yeah. back memories, hey, when you hear songs like that? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll move on. Let's move on from how Prince. How are you, Mike? Yeah, good. I'm good very well. What a, how, how, I know. how ridiculous. It is awesome. This is winter in Look Perth. We're looking out the it's window. There's not a cloud in the sky, Mike. Oh, this is just delightful. No, no wonder you moved. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, we didn't realise. We knew nothing about Perth before we came over. Because yeah. you just don't... I mean, well, in the 80s, Perth was out there somewhere and that's about it. Yeah, so, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, uh, two weeks ago we were, um, what were we talking about? We were talking about... Anxiety? Anxiety, mm. which we've sort of been chatting a little bit about for the last couple of months. Yeah. And we spoke about three different things we could do... Oh, yes. ...when our child got anxious. Remember... Oh, this was great. You, that you was with the, the hands? That's right. Hold the face... Just Look gently, you just walk gently. up, yes. you're calm, you've That's taken it. a breath. That's exactly yeah. right, right? And you get your child to breathe in, smell the flowers mm-hmm. for three. And blow the candles and out. And blow the candles out. That's was the other it. one? Was the other one on your legs? That's right. So the other one uh, was going through the alphabet yep. and writing the alphabet on your leg and yep. getting your child to copy it. Yeah, and okay. start at A and go mm. through to Z. So, yeah. And, and so the idea is to just... Put a circuit breaker in that emotional build-up in their brain. Um, so, you know, we've been talking about the fact that that when anxiety grabs a child particularly, um, they actually don't have the skills and capacity to be able to break that cycle. So there's no use saying to them, look, stop. There's nothing to be anxious about. You're stop okay. It. You're okay. You just can't do that, right? Because they actually, they do not have the skills in their brain mm. to be able to do that's an adult deal yeah right and even adults struggle absolutely um, right so yeah. so what we've got to do is we've got to bring our calming our it'll be okay our do this with me and that then helps them just bleed off the emotion um, and then we can talk about okay let's chat about this and see where else we go with it yeah okay because you often you often say it's what they learn Oh, totally. From from us as parents. At, at, look, and, and I think we said it right at the beginning of this discussion of, of children and anxiety, that mm. 70% of anxiety in children is learned. Mm, that's incredible. Let, let that sink in today. And guess where it's learned from? From us. That's exactly yeah, right. Yeah, so exactly good. right. And I think we noted last year with COVID, one of those huge aha moments for most schools was they had to change their processes because, of course, parents weren't allowed on campus. So they moved to this drop and drive for oh, everybody. Yeah. Yep. And and what, what um, we found was suddenly we had 20 minutes of effective teaching time that we didn't have before because children <laughs> were making the break from their parents in the car park. 
yeah, rather not than, in yeah. the classroom. And so those parents that are often the parents that give those that anxiety there to their children mm. because they want to hang around, they want to look through the windows, yeah. are you going to be okay? <laughs> well, really, the, the question is, are you going to be okay, the parent? Yeah, that's right. That That's where it starts, yeah. Mike. And, yeah. and it was amazing the difference that making that... Um, physical change of the child gets out of the car in the car park. School time. That's it. And by the time they yeah. get to the classroom, they're ready to go. Has that carried through? Or, or, or have we? Have you noticed a difference now? Has that stayed or is it, have we reverted back to Well, at, at Kingsway, we actually kept that. Okay. So we've, we've kept the drop and drive yep. um, as much as possible. Now, we haven't said you're not allowed on campus. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So certainly as I wander around doing duty in the morning, mm-hmm. um, I do take a little notebook and note the families <laughs> that I will say, yeah, we're running no scaredy cats in fourth term. Maybe you should come. Watch out for Mr. Irvine. In exactly the, right. In the high yes. That's the one. We'll take a break. We'll come back and chat some more. Uh, you are on 98.5. This is Weekdays with Mike. weekdays with Mike. With me in the studio every fortnight is Graham Irvine from Kingsway Christian College. We've been chatting about anxiety and Mm. you've given some great tips, Graham, over the last few months as we've been unpacking this topic. Yeah, well, it's been uh, probably an eye-opener for Gay and I, you know, as Mm. we've gotten involved with the No Scaredy Cats program. Yeah. um, We've gone, oh, wow. I mean, as as teachers, we've obviously been aware of, you know, this whole area, but, but certainly... As we've unpacked that pro- that program, that's helped us to get a little more focused. Um, and look, one of the, one of the things that um, that really plays into this whole area of anxiety is the amount of sleep that children get. Rightio. How, how much time we got today? This so is we're just going to put yeah. some classical music on, and you and mm. I are going to have a snooze for the next twenty minutes. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> great idea. But yeah, so. So, okay, let's talk a little bit about younger, early primary school children, right? Yep. I was just saying to you off air, why, when I was the principal at Regent College, it was the most common conversation I had with parents. Even back then? Even back then. Wow. How can I get my children to go to sleep? Okay. Okay? Yeah. And the most important factor is routine. Yes. If you do not have a routine, then you will struggle to mm-hmm. get your children to sleep. Right. And look, I remember going to um, parents' home because they had, I'd said to my grade one teacher had come and said, you know, this girl's falling asleep, right? What can I do? Spoke to the parents, said, oh, we don't know what to do. I said, well, how do you put her to sleep now? Oh, well, when she falls asleep in front of the TV, we put her to bed. Right. Probably not the best way. 10 30, mm. 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, this is okay. a grade wow. one child. Wow. wow. Yeah. So, so they just had no routine, yeah, okay. right? And so you, you have to put a routine in place. Now, the research shows that that early childhood, early primary school age, these children are needing 9 to 12 hours sleep. So yep. if you have to get up at, if they need to be up at 7 in the morning, they need to be going to bed at 7 at night. Mm, absolutely. Okay, so... so Think about it in that sense, right? 10 to 12 hours sleep. So when do they need to be going? Okay, they need to be in bed by 7 o'clock at night. Mm. Okay, what's the routine? You know, when as a household do we eat? 
Oh, well, we're not eating till seven. Well, okay, you're going to have to change some things. Maybe make some adjustments. Yeah, yeah. maybe make some adjustments, right? Okay, how do, what's the routine in putting them to bed? You know, clean your teeth, have a story, have prayers, okay, sit for, what you know, whatever it is. Mm, mm. Set up a routine and follow that routine every single evening. Okay, you, you've got to do that because it'll be the routine that allows a child to wind down. As an aside, again, research shows no screen time within an hour to an hour and a half of them going to bed. Well, there's a whole challenge in itself, isn't it? Yep, because screen time actually affects the melatonin in the brain. Mm -hmm. And melatonin is the chemical that sets the brain up for sleep. So if you've got screen time and you're reading in bed on a screen... What you're doing is you're keeping yourself awake. So anyway, mm. as an aside, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? So, so just set up that routine. And, and a couple of things. Number one, I would advise parents not to say, "Right, go to sleep." Telling a child to go to sleep is like telling a child to you have to eat your food. <laughs> Forget it. Can you can you force a child to eat something? <laughs> That's right. No. Can you force a child to go to sleep? Yeah. No, but you can say to them. Mike, I'm going to turn the light out now. I want you to close your eyes and I don't want to hear anything. That's good. Because mm. that's what you can control. Yes. Right? I can't control you yeah, going to sleep. Right. But as the parent, I can control mm. whether or not I hear from you. Mm. So when I put my grandsons to bed at night, right, I don't say, okay, boys, time to go to sleep. I say, right, boys, time to shut your eyes and I do not want to hear anything. Now, you and I both know that they're probably going to whisper and chatter because they're Absolutely. in double bunk That's fine. Yeah. As long as I'm not hearing it, it's not loud enough to keep them awake over a period of time. And they, you would think they'd be calming down. That's correct. Because if the light's out, they're into that. And, yeah, and there's no okay. play. You know, I'm not hearing them yeah. laugh and carry on or whatever. Yeah. Right? So remember, as a parent, make requests, make conditions that you actually have control over. Yeah, so, Mike, okay. I want you to close your eyes, okay. and I do not want you to hear from you. No, no. no that oh, oh, no, was an example. Mike, wake up. Wake up, Mike. play a song before I fall asleep. Back Let's after do this. At 98.5 Weekdays with Mike Graham Irvine from Kingsway Christian College is in the studio. We've been talking about anxiety over the last few months and really focusing on uh, how the effect of lack of sleep mm. can have a... It's mm. really interesting, actually, Graham, you're talking about this. The lack of sleep can yep. impact the anxiety. Oh, totally. Well, look, Which does make sense, right? Well, we know that. Yeah. You know, if you've gone... And, and probably the older we get, the more it shows. Yeah. You know, if, if I have a few nights where I'm not getting a good sleep... Every molehill becomes a mountain. Absolutely. Right? And yeah. and the ability to rein in your emotions when some idiot cuts you off on the freeway or whatever, <laughs> yeah. right, becomes smaller and smaller. And yeah. we're adults. We're actually supposed to be able to self-regulate, mm. right? But our children are still developing that skill of self-regulation. Yes. That's why the exercises that we talked about last time... They're exercises that a child can learn to do themselves. Mm, mm. Okay, right, sit, breathe. Yeah. Okay, relax. and and again, you get them into the habit of sleeping. 
And and I know there'll be listeners out there who go, well, Graham, you don't know my child, and that's true. Yeah. Okay, so it's simple for me to say, and I know that there are children out there where sleeping is a major issue for them. Yes. Then then ring Nagala, right? Yes. Ring yes. ring the sleep specialists yes, and good. speak to them <laughs> because there is such a strong connection between a child's inability to self-regulate which means that anxiety will become the controller of the child mm. and sleep deprivation. Mm, okay? yes. We know that. You and yeah, I know that, yeah, right? That's right? Adults know that. We recognise it. So why don't we recognise it with our children? Mm. Well, you know, parents need to get over... <laughs> Go their, for it, Graham. ...their, their, their children <laughs> not wanting to do what they want them to do. Just get over it. You're yeah. the adult. Yes. You're the you're the parent. I love it. Okay, go and figure out what is the best for your child, mm. right? And then you put in place what is the best for your child. And when it comes to sleep, you might need to rearrange things at home a little bit. Mm. Okay, you might need to change things up. But if you don't want your child not learning to self-regulate, then don't change anything. Keep it going. Keep it That's going. It. That's right. Because yeah. if nothing changes, nothing changes. Now, we've been talking about, uh, I guess, more primary, but it's a whole other issue, I'm sure. It we is. may not get time. We haven't got time today, but no. I'm thinking about even teenagers, 13, yep. 14, yep. probably from year 10 up. That sleep issue is, is huge. It is. Combine and, that with the devices. And that's the big issue, I think, Mike. Yeah. Is, we've, got to get, we've got to get better at this, don't well, we? Well, we, we do. And, and part of getting better is to recognise who has responsibility to put those um, boundaries in place? And again, I would say it's the parent. You know, I was talking to a mum the other day and I said to her, because she said, oh, how do I get my child off my phone? I said, well, let me ask a question. Who pays for the phone? <laughs> I do. So, well, who pays for the internet connection? Well, we do. Who pays for the electricity at home? Well, we do. I said, well, then you own all of that. That's right. And who you give it to or who you don't give it to, you choose. I mean, that's how life works. Are, are we fearful? Do you think we're a bit fearful oh. of how our, our child will react, being being a teen as that's well? That's right. Uh, look, two, two things have grown hugely in our culture. One is that the goal of life is to be happy. Yep. And, and I go, no, it's actually not. The goal in life is to be purposeful in our life. Now, as a Christian, I would say the goal in life is for me to bring the kingdom of God to earth. That's my goal, yeah, that's awesome. right? That's yeah. what I'm meant to do. Yeah. That doesn't mean I'm going to be happy all the time. Happiness will come along. Yes. And sometimes you will be and sometimes you won't be. You know, Gay and I have been married for 43 years this year, right? Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. And that's awesome. have we always been happy? No. Hmm. That's right. But that, that's not the issue here. Yes. But it is when somebody like Oprah Winfrey, two years ago, stands up on national television in America and says, every person has a right to be happy. Well, no, we don't. We will be happy. So your child isn't going to be happy all the time. Help them get over it because that's how life is. And your child doesn't need you as a friend. They need you as a parent. And that's true of teenagers as much as eight-year-olds. What a great way to finish, Sorry, Graham. Anyway, no, you're, you're, um, you're, my passion for it, oh, Mike. I love it, love it. Do you need another coffee? Or you, uh, you sound like you're going okay today. Yeah, no, I'm doing well. Hey, before doing you well. go, yes. just got a text message from Catherine. Thank you, Catherine, that says, Hi, uh, Graham. I ha I ha so Catherine's saying, I have major anxiety at the moment, and your tips for kids with anxiety has helped me Brilliant. as an adult so much today. Bless you, says Brilliant. Catherine. So Fantastic. appreciate your, uh, your, no, your input and your wisdom, Graham. Yep. really do. My pleasure. Shall we catch up on a fortnight? 
Why don't we do that? And let's continue this conversation. <laughs> let's see if we can remember where we actually went. <laughs> Love it. Good on you, Graeme. See you, Mike. My guest in the studio this morning has been Graeme Irvine from Kingsway Christian College. You are on 98.5 and this is Weekdays with Mike. For more details on this and other programs, contact 98.5 Sunshine FM, Perth, Western Australia or visit the website 98five.com.